everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the work that they do. And today I have some great news. I sold a book. Yes, I know. It's hard to believe. If you've been listening to this podcast, it's been over 200 episodes. And if you figure there's 52 weeks in a year, you know I've been podcasting for a while because one drops pretty much every Sunday. So, yeah, it took me a while to actually get a book contract, which at this point it has been signed. And the announcement has been sent off to Publishers Weekly. Super excited about that. And I wanted to kind of reflect upon, like, how this all transpired. So, and I wanted to share that with you guys. So when I had finished grad school, I was working with a agent at the time. I had developed in the course of a year after graduate school, I redid my thesis um, book dummy that I'd written and illustrated. It wasn't very good. Spent two years on that. Um, learned everything you shouldn't do um, with writing a children's book. So that was kind of like a good sandboxing. Um, I really kind of look at it now and I go like, I see the issues with it. I see why it got rejected. Um, and I don't know, it's kind of one of those things, maybe you just sit in a drawer for a while and maybe I could revisit it. I kind of have a better idea of how I could fix it, but I don't think I'm in the right place to do that right now. So I would say after that, I worked on two more book dummies um, and I had those stories kind of written out. It was the, I'd say the third one that I had written and illustrated. So yeah, I had four. So basically the third one, that one's the one that actually sold. So I wasn't with my agent. We'd separated and parted ways and I'd waited until the, usually when you separate with an agent, there's like a grace period and it varies from agency to agency. So I waited for that period to end. I then decided, you know what? I am going to get brave and I'm going to start sending out my book dummies. So I came across a list on Twitter. Her name is Bitsy Kempler. She has a list of a hundred publishers that accept unsolicited submissions. Um, for those who are unfamiliar with um, the publishing world, if it's an unsolicited submission, it means you do not need to have an agent. So they have this pile and it's usually digital now, but it's like these submissions from author, author, illustrators. Um, some publishing houses actually even take physical submissions still, but by far the most prefer getting a digital submission. So I sent it off and I would say I was careful when I did this because I kind of looked at each publisher and I said, okay, realistically of these four manuscripts I have, which fits their list the most, which is going to, you know, because if they don't really publish that kind of story, it's unlikely that, you know, it's going to be a flat out rejection. So I also looked at what the editors at that house were interested in. And so having four book dummies makes it a lot easier to kind of, kind of like fit the right story with the right editor at the right publishing house. So I went ahead and I sent my manuscript off with the book dummy 
And I would say anywhere from two to three weeks later, I got an email from an interested editor, said they liked it. We did a Zoom meeting and they had wonderful ideas for how to make the story better. I think um, it really like I was like, wow, there are suggestions. The editors are so helpful because they read a ton of books. I mean, they are constantly aware of the books that they publish, but also books that other publishing houses are um, in the same market for. So everything that that editor suggested improved the story. I went ahead and I took, at this point, I guess they call it a revise and resubmit. And they, I was given anywhere from a month to two months, but I didn't want to go past that two months. I decided for myself, I really wanted to do a good job because at this point, I was like, all those suggestions are great. I didn't want to do them right away. I kind of wanted to let them like kind of marinate in my brain. And then I played with different ways of how it could change the story if I tried this or this or that. And what was really helpful is the editor just kind of like provided like some really quick questions, also suggested like not only just wording, but like, have you thought of this? as a suggestion and so I could play around with it more. I also went to the library and I ch checked out a ton of books in the same genre as my story was. And so I just like had this massive stack of books. I went home and I read them all, took notes, and I kind of looked not because you're like copying like the same outcome of the stories because they're all different. I was looking for in this genre, what is there? Is there a commonality within the point of view? Is it like a first person, second person, third person? Is it past, present tense? Do the stories kind of have um, a certain even length to them? Um, and, you know, how is that structure of the story and the pacing? So that was very, very helpful. So it took a month made um, the changes and then I sent it off to the editor. Um, I say two, three weeks later, I then got a offer email. I was ecstatic and over the moon. It was just like I was literally on the floor under my desk crying out of joy because at this point, I'd spent a year writing and creating the book dummy. Um, and then I've gone ahead and I've sent it out. I think it was two months then to get the offer. At this point, I had, I think there was a window of four to five months to get the contract and sign. And there's been a deal announcement sent to Publishers Weekly. So I'm doing the math here. So over a year and a half at this point, from creating the book dummy to signing a contract. Now, the book doesn't come out till spring 2026. Those of you who are familiar with the children's book publishing industry, you know, not only do I have to make the illustrations, the finished illustrations, do whatever editorial changes that need to be made to the story for the very, very final, then they need time to actually design and do all of that great stuff and produce the final book. And so there's an extra year okay, a year to make the art, and then a year to go ahead and get the book produced. So 
Yeah, it will have been over three and a half years. Yeah, I think if I did the math right. So over three and a half years to then hold a finished book. So I guess I wanted to be upfront and honest because a lot of times it feels like, oh, these deal announcements that we see are very quick and spontaneous. But a lot of times there is this waiting period of things to be able to move forward. And so things have to be, you know, checked off and all that and vetted. So it was, it's it's great at this point to say that my efforts have finally paid off. And, uh, and to be honest, you know, if you include graduate school, the time that I spent, like two and a half years to have the skills, okay, I'd say two and a half, three years, um, to have the skills, because I did do that one year where I was working full time as an art teacher, and then I was going to graduate school part-time. So let's just be honest, like three years. So six and a half years to have the skills that I needed to be able to, the skills, the all of that, you know, and then the time to make the book and have a physical book. So it will be like six and a half years. And so I, I tell people, for some people, they will get things very quickly. I think it just depends on, you know, the timing of when you send things out. It just, you know, it just works in their favor to be very quick. But I think the vast majority of authors and illustrators that I've spoken to, it's it's a bit of a marathon that you are improving your craft. Um, you are sending your work out and you get a little bit lucky because at the end of the day, did the story that you wrote um, and you illustrated land at that right time, at the right moment, that that person loved it, and then everybody on the team that they take it to the editorial meetings for loved it as well. So yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'm really, really still in shock. Uh, part of me is like, did this really happen? And I, I was a little bit hesitant to even make this podcast because I always worry, you know, part of you goes like, maybe it's all a dream. Maybe this didn't happen. And it's like, you know, I don't know, like a episode from some TV show from, you know, that everybody wakes up. They weren't really, um, it was all a dream kind of thing. So yeah, I am super excited um, to have the ball rolling. Also, another announcement besides the book. So at the course of this was going on, um, I ended up posting a hashtag kidlit art postcard. And so after I agreed to the offer, um, I did the hashtag kidlit po postcard thing, um, you know, just like normal. And I was fortunate to have a agent contact me about my work and they asked me, um, you know, do you have any stories that you could submit to me? And so I went ahead and did that. Um, I got super, super lucky and I signed with amazing, a wonderful agent, Caitlin Sanchez of Bradford Literary Agency. I'm smiling as I say this because she has been just a wonderful champion throughout this process because so somewhere in the tail end of it, um, well, after I went ahead and I agreed to the offer, there's still that part where there's a contract. And so that part, um, Caitlin and the wonderful agency um, folks at Bradford have gone through and handled that part. And as an 
uh, somebody who is not a contracts person or knows anything about that, um, it was so comforting to have um, Caitlin and the contracts manager go over that completely. And they are very, very meticulous about going through all of that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm so grateful for her encouragement and her cheerleading throughout this process. And I look forward to making this book a reality. Um, yeah, so there's going to be more to come on that. Um, yeah, so future podcasts um, episodes might involve with, you know, how do you get your work after you get a book, like these book launches and different topics that relate to releasing a book out into the world. So I'm super excited to share more about my journey and Thank you, everybody who along this way has been encouraging. Um, so many of them are guests who were former guests on the podcast. Their voices continue to be like, keep going. You can do it. And and it really pushed me to not give up and to keep improving my craft. You know, like I've said this on previous episodes and also when I've talked to other creators, like, I had to really love the process of creating a book from writing to illustrating. It's still a challenge. By no means is it easy, the writing for me. I'm working, reworking on a manuscript right now as we, we speak on this podcast. And it's something that I look at, you know, over the course of a year when I go and look at the dates, because I date each one of my manuscripts, uh, the Word documents. And then I look at like, oh, wow, it's gone through all these evolutions and changes. And I go like, it's gotten better with each iteration. And by no means at this point, is it ready? You know, is it like ready? Like uh, an editor would still need to go and provide their guidance and um, their feedback on it. But it's it's getting there. And I'm hopeful, I think having gotten the one book contract i go like maybe there'll be more stories and they'll i'll be able to illustrate write and illustrate so i'm super excited um yeah thanks to everybody who listens um please continue to listen i appreciate everybody's like you know as the analytics go up on um spotify because they do this end of the year real thing i watched and i was like this is great. There's new listeners. There are listeners from different countries who've been added on. And I'm assuming that they desire to have this creative journey too. And I, to me, it's like one of those things, if you can find the confidence to keep going, even when you're facing rejections, or you feel like you didn't hear anything, you didn't get a rejection, um, know that you know, you're always improving your craft and every bad story you write is one step closer to a better story. Every story that you write and you illustrate that doesn't work out, maybe it'll be the third one, maybe it'll be the fourth one, maybe it'll be the fifth one, or maybe it'll just be like each one of them goes and then it sells. That's great. Um, but yeah, we're all so different and, and I'm really grateful to all the people who read over my manuscript and gave me feedback on all different parts of it and 
yeah, it really helped to make it a better story. And so I hope um, it's a little bit nervous. I go, I'm a little nervous. I, I, you know, in your mind, you're always thinking, I really, I just, I want to do this amazing, amazing job. And I just have to remind myself at this point, I'm going to get started on this story and, you know, working on these illustrations to final and just always focusing on doing the best work that I can and, yeah, pushing myself to do more and do better. So, yeah, because at the end, that book gets printed and then you can't make any more changes. So you just go like, I really want it to be this you know, wonderful experience for the young readers that will hear that story. Um, yeah, but thank you everybody for listening to My Creative Life. Bye.